Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's a fantastic goal. But the handball was poor. Merritt was under pressure the whole way. Betts got it to Cameron. Just trying to bullock his way through. Jenkins out of the air. The karate kick. Welcome to the Clicking Balls podcast. We're looking at AFL round 20 wrapped up. Um, so we'll start the way we always start. And Brenton, what is your highlight from the weekend past? Well, I'm going a bit past the weekend, this one. So I thought it was really nice in the Olympics for one of the gymnasts to, you know, just make the Bulldogs not feel so bad about missing out on opportunities. Oh, it was Wallace-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, that was was incredible. But um, I've avoided watching that. It's come up in my feed so many times. I I, I saw the still. Yeah. I saw the still and I went, all right, I've seen enough. That's cool. Exactly yep, right. Yeah. Else. I saw the images of Wallace when he kicked himself to do it. And yep. I thought, you yeah. know what? I've seen it once this year. Don't need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. And, and you also saw that he got uh, dropped when he was uh, carried off by the paramedics. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't see any of the footage. So I saw the still. It's turning into the biggest clusterfuck at <laughs> Olympics ever. That that has actually made me more interested in it. Yeah, is how they can fuck it up next. Because that's what I was thinking. It's made me way more interested in it. And look, uh, you were saying uh, whenever it started that, hey, did you realize that the opening ceremony this morning said no didn't realize it started i, I thought think it was saturday yeah. i still thought yeah. they were a couple of months off just on uh being able to host it at all so <laughs> um yeah but that was interesting that uh all these fuckers been happening because it does make it more interesting for me especially gymnastics where i don't watch it for perfect tens no <laughs> i watch it for the accidents <laughs> no there's nothing funnier than seeing 14 year old girls who've been starved all their life breaking bones yeah i know this is a frenchman but that fits the joke though <laughs> <laughs> all right josh your highlight from the weekend Oh, we were talking about it off air before. Uh, Mac Horton getting stuck into Sun Sun Yang, I believe it was, uh, or San Yang, Sun Sun, Sun Yang. Yeah, yeah, the Chinese swimmer. Yeah, you know, uh, considering the bloke's got a bit of history of having a punch on with Brazilian chicks and pissing off Danish swimmers, to and also before the race, he's decided to stir up uh, Mac Horton in the pool, you know, buggering her eyes around with his warm up, and then Mac comes out and just uh, pretty much deadpans the slam in the press conferences before and after um, and then beats him in the 400 so I, I yeah. hope I hope he follows Mark Hunt on Twitter <laughs> well <laughs> I love to see Mark Hunt to go hey bro I got your back to be no fair Steel Knox is a hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a highlight for me and the fact that uh, when all the controversy said and for some reason Chinese officials said he should apologise for bringing up such a painful past <laughs> and he's gone nah nah I'm good and so yeah, does about team. that Tiananmen Square <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want your country to know yeah. about. <laughs> All right, we'll try. We'll try and actually get to some footy because uh, for a change, we've got some good news for Richmond. We start off with them on Friday night, getting over the old enemy. Well, uh, in a half decent game. Yeah, it wasn't bad to watch. And like I've been saying on this podcast, it's, it's been too long as a Richmond supporter that we haven't really achieved shit. <laughs> and I'm willing to take the losses, even if it means I'm not. I'm not suggesting tanking. I'm suggesting putting on a team that, when they try their best, don't win. So 
That's where I think I can, I can draw the line. That's the plot to Major League One, wasn't it? Yeah, it was too, actually, yeah. That's one of those movies where I watched it maybe 15 years later, didn't hold up. No, it doesn't hold up. No, not even not at all. Like, the never any story as well. Well, Charlie Sheen was in that. Is Ben Cousins the equivalent? I was going to say, I wouldn't mind not, seeing not far off, actually. Charlie Sheen, Sheen running out of the golf square. You could do something. <laughs> yeah, if there's ever someone that's going to play the life of, of Cuz, well, you know he's going to give there. his all. Well, he said he's team. got tiger blood. He's got tiger blood, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, that's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Tiger is eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, um, so yeah, sorry, I forgot we're talking about Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I was saying is that we don't really want to win games because you want to get good draft picks and hopefully utilize them well and then be able to, to rebuild. But <laughs> one, it was good to one see, step at a time. Yeah. yeah. But it was good to see uh, some young kids get get blood in these games. That's what we have to do so that when we go next year, and we've got some draft picks. There's a distinct difference in experience between the group that we've already got, who haven't played fuck all yet, yep. and the ones that we're going to pick up next year. So that way you've got a clear progression through your ranks of how you get into that senior team. And I think that's important for the morale of young kids as well. Like, you're going to off-season, you've played a couple of games, you've got a bit of pep in your step, whereas the other people are trying to lick wounds and things yep. like that. And I think that will build the whole club up. That being said, you always want to beat the Pies. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always... You need to, uh, at least one win a year yeah. the Pies, yeah. considering the first game we went to was shit. Um, oh, when they yeah. lost in the last kick the Grundy more exciting things happening in the crowd yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about your list management department though because they seem like the, the semi-smart kid of the class management's a strong word They, <laughs> it's like they try and like someone says alright who are you going to pick and they sort of look over to Hawthorne and say well who are you going to pick yeah. and then Hawthorne <laughs> go oh we're definitely picking this bloke yep yep oh we well, want I we mean, want this one so bad that is literally how we got Franklin and Ruffin <laughs> yep <laughs> literally you got Tamblin <laughs> hey I still feel like Tom's going to tell on that one <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit uh, somebody brought up last week about the uh, the trade of Trent Crow for pick number one yep. you know for to Frio and they said you know well Considering that we got Hodge and Mitchell for that, and they're still playing, so it's not <laughs> yeah. finished. You know, the repercussions of that trade aren't finished yet. Oh, to be fair, you guys did manage to on trade Tamblin. Yeah, actually, we did too. I have no idea what the fuck you got from him, but you got a bargain. I, yeah, and it wasn't even to North Melbourne or Carlton, which is surprising. No, so to Adelaide for some strange. Uh, that was the, that was the period when they were really the North Melbourne, weren't they? Because well, they they took on Kerry. They, and they took Kerry as well. Took on some yeah, a bit of old cheese, thinking they still had a list. Yeah. Mm. They can do that from time to time. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Dusty? Is that another big game? Yeah, he did. And a lot of it is um, sort of creating space around packs. It's just the one-twos, which yep. pads stats a little bit, but he does do a lot of effective stuff. And what, what is it? He's relentless. So if he makes a mistake, he'll try and back it up and, yep. and do it again. So it's a matter of numbers. So if he gets 50 possessions, 30 of them are effective, hey, you're not on too bad if you're going to meet us. Who's going to be first to have the Charlie around their neck? Brownlow or Koch? Uh, Dusty what? or Koch? I think half the Collingwood squad already got Charlie all over him. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody can take it off Dangerfield this year. Yeah, um, Dusty's had a great year. He's probably going to get you know twenty odd votes, but it yep. won't be enough. Yeah, I don't think so. And just we haven't had a strong enough showing as a group for like him to in the standout games that he's had. A lot of them will still be ones or twos because he lost. Yeah. That's what'll make the difference. And also, I mean, not surprisingly, he's probably not the favourite of the umpires, and I don't blame them at all. Like, no. That's just what I expect as a fan. I accept that, and I'm all for it. And I think we should really embrace that bad boy image. You, you yeah. said that for a long time. Be the bad boys. Yeah. And what I liked about it was they got the New Zealand lads in the in the, mm. the, as I was gonna say, the doing the harker in the change room. Exactly. Afterwards. Yeah. I looked at it and I thought. Well, it doesn't look like this was really planned. Like, they're pretty much in jeans and uh, some Kappa uh, jackets or something. I'm glad but... they left the Harleys outside. 
Yeah, but I was thinking, who would stop them going in there and say, oi, we're going to do a haka for Dusty's 150th? Not me, that's a fucking shot. In you short. go, mate. No, yeah, come on, at all. Yep, yep. No one complained. And hey, look, it was pretty impressive. I would have been intimidated, but they should have done it before the game. <laughs> well, yeah. a, I guess it was a celebration in, in this case. Yeah, yeah, then again, when you're that good, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't yep. care, as long as you keep winning. <laughs> exactly I, right. I think uh, Dusty's a pretty good chance for the Charlie. I mean, you know, yeah. what's Dangerfield done besides, you know, turn games off his own boot, run long, have heaps of possessions and kick goals? I mean, he hasn't had many fans you can say besides football, yeah, yeah. But how many fend offs has he had? Huh? Huh? Not many. Yeah, don't know it's how many. True. <laughs> it, it's it's right up there. It, it's it should be the fend off medal. I, I, I always assumed it was <laughs> the fuck off medal. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also takes the heat off Hardwick for another week. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, I think a lot of the the uh, heat on Hardwick is media. Um, sort of beat up of only because uh, it takes a bit of there's not much else to say like, Essence played out the footy's mm. been pretty bland the yeah. last couple of I'm weeks. glad the uh, the chairman and chairwoman and chair people and CEO board members have uh, taken the heat off him too by saying the board's right behind ourselves um, it is weird because Betty Gale he came out and said uh, they asked him is he going to coach next year and he said well he's got a contract you know and we believe he's got a all we have to do is say yes yeah. just start yeah. it with yes and then go into your fucking blur about how he's going to got a contract you're going to honour it yeah. it's so not as though so forth and, it's not yeah. as though if he doesn't they're going to go back and say but but you said yes you need to go yeah, to the Dana White school of bullshitting yeah. <laughs> that's what you need just agree but, to whatever they want and then you just fucking do whatever you want behind the scenes I mean <laughs> the problem is for the Tigers is they've knifed coaches they've knifed boards they've yep. sacked players for 30 odd years yeah. and it didn't yep. work yeah. and they went right let's stop it let's not do that anymore Yeah, yeah. let's stay behind let's back our people in let's clean things up and they've done that, and it still hasn't worked. They've gone, well, fuck it. Let's go back to the old one. Yeah. It's fucking knife cuts. Yeah. It didn't work, but at least it felt better. You're 100% right. But like we we'll say when the match was going on, uh, I think we overachieved last season to begin with. So I think the expectations of us being um, probably top four or whatever they were talking, maybe well, yeah, a bit overrated. You had a 10-win streak, wasn't it? 10 or 11? I think it was nine. Uh, I can't remember that. that was we beat Sydney. Year yeah, going into the finals, beat Sydney. No. You beat Sydney last year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was yeah. like round 200 and whatever, the last one where no yeah. one plays. But hey, you take it. The thing, yeah. I think fifth you finished last year. I mean, that's fair enough. But the problem is you just then just didn't improve. Yeah, but it was, at least was overrated at that point because you had, you had people stepping up. And a lot of it I thought was just Dimmer's um, good work as a coach, to be honest. Yeah. I thought his game planning was really good and he made the most of what the squad we had. And I think we definitely overachieved, but... Uh, I honestly believe that he's probably been rebuilding for a year. He just can't say it because his promises to the board and to whatever else is um, that he's going to make finals. But when you look at Markov coming, uh, even Markon gave it his best when he was on yep. there. Made a few mistakes, but still did good. I thought he did really well, actually. Yeah, did like, like presented himself well and hit the ball hard, which was mm. good to see. And the thing that pissed me off on the other side was that H still had good games. Yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> he's, he's still got something about him where he can just get the ball and just get enough space to, to get it moving forward again. So there's still positives for the Pies as well. Um I mean, they're not going to be uh, touring the doldrums going into the off-season. It's been a, a mixed bag for them this season with injuries and whatnot. And once you get a full, mm. on the squad, uh, full squad on the field, then you can start assessing where they're at yeah. and where their deficiencies are. But it's really hard to do at the moment. And the thing with Collingwood is you know they're going to get a decent player in the off-season every year. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It's just well, what happens for them. There's yeah. already 86 players linked to them. Yeah. yeah. Every player. Almost as many there. linked to Hawthorne. Nearly. Yeah, we seem to get linked to them all as well. Even Clarkson, I think, mentioned it in one of his uh, presses said, we can't afford all these guys. You're saying yeah. they're all certainties to come in. <laughs> We're not getting them. But yeah, anyway, that's the way it goes. Um, Collingwood on the night, I thought there was one stage where I forgot Pendlebury was playing. Yeah. That's very yeah. unusual for Collingwood. Yeah. Well, he's had a haircut. Did he? Mm. That might have been it. Or he had a shave. 
He did, yeah, yeah. And uh, it seemed like um, Varko was almost stealing some of his possessions. He was playing a role that, that Penery played for all the time. I know he went off injured. More but mistakes, I'm, but... I mean, before that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, done well to keep him very quiet. I have no idea why. I can't put my finger on it, but I just detest Varko for some reason. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> what race is Varko? Brazilian, I think, isn't he? No, no Islander. Nah, Fijian, I think. Fijian. Yeah, yeah. feeling is Fijian. God damn, I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he, he hassled well and did lots of one percenters and um, earned his own ball a few times, which was really... No, he, he played well. Uh, best I've seen him in a Collingwood game, Yeah, yeah. Probably right, but I haven't watched a whole lot of Collingwood games, to be honest, since he's been playing yeah. for him. Trying I to avoid those. I tune at halftime when they're losing. It <laughs> was uh, funny when Cloak was having a shot from the boundary line. We were like, no problems. He's yeah, he's yeah. I remember seeing that on the Reddit stream too. I was commenting as I was watching, and I'm thinking, can't remember who it was. Might have been Griffin, kicks it out in the full. And you see him just drop his head, go, oh, fuck. And then Cloak picks the ball up, and you see him go, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> We're a chance. I've been saved. <laughs> nah, he kicked a nice one from the boundary line. So anyway, they're going to uh, walk into the end of the year. I don't know how much list turnover Collingwood are going to have in the off-season. Because, I mean... You try and run it through your head. And they're not yeah. going to lose that many. I mean, Dane Swan hasn't. Made He's the it only one yet. that comes uh, comes to mind. And to be honest, is there much point? In... He's a great player, but how is he benefiting the team by playing on? Like, I th- I think he adds massive amounts to that midfield, especially when you have got Trelaw yeah. and Aish and who am I missing? Is it Taylor Adams? Yeah, Adams. Is Adams there as well? Yeah. Um, He's a bit of a more set up back or back one. Yeah, yeah, but when he rolls through that midfield I think that's just that's a scary he's, he's got a big just body for, on him so mm. yeah and and that's he's, physicality. he's smart yeah he's smart yeah. with the ball use I think you've got to yeah like especially he's a, a legend and champion of the club like I'm I'm all for letting them make their own mm. decisions yeah how bad is he though like in terms of is it going to be an injury that's going to affect him from this day forward I don't know I know it's a broken leg I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at him, he's got nothing going for him for, to begin with when he's fit as a footballer. So. <laughs> he's not the quickest bloke in the yeah, park. He's but... got stumpy little legs. He's, you know, a little chode, but he's fucking good at what he does. So. I'm sure he'd be fine. Yeah. From I'll, memory, it was like a, a torque snap as well. Oh, I know it was in the first two remember, seconds. Yeah. It was round one. Yeah. He didn't get a kick. I know that much. Yeah. Mm. So but I don't yeah. know whether it's affected. It's like, probably still on seven votes for the year. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If it gets uh, keeps Buckley in the role, that's uh, that can only be a good thing. Yeah, 17 other coaches agree. (laughs) And look, it could mean that he spent a year deciding what he's going to do after he retires and he set all that up. So maybe for him personally, it could turn out to be a benefit. That's called laundering. Well, you know, you've got to make the most of what you're good at. (laughs) Um, It might be just one of those things where he's refreshed and he's like, you know what, I'm going to enjoy my last season or last two seasons of footy now. Or he can say, yeah, you know what, fucking it. Yeah, going to France doing a business course. It's not doing Sunday (laughs) recovery sessions. Yeah, exactly. I'm kicking on Sundays, champ. (laughs) It could be like, uh, who was it? Bloody um, Crocop. Yeah, just decide, fuck it, I'm going to use all the peds I can get my hands on. (laughs) I'll get caught. Yep, that was me. I was going to go to a league that allows it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Broadmeadows D's. We'll go to the next game, which was Sydney versus Port. I mean, I think game is a bit of a flattering term. And look, I followed this very closely in the bottom (laughs) right-hand corner of the... uh, Of the Hawthorne Hawthorne game. Yeah, and it was beautiful. Beautiful game. Port stayed on fuck all for a while and (laughs) Sydney kicked on. Loved every minute of it. I think eight goals, six they had on the board before Port decided to score. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit of uh, from Port like, oh, fuck this. 
Yeah, yeah. Like if if they could have tapped out at quarter time, they would, clearly they would have. Yeah, and that's what we were saying uh, in the lead up to this was that they need a plan B. With that list, is a cracking list for the one game plan they've got. Yeah, but unless you're good enough to be able to rework that team and figure out how you beat the Sydneys and the Hawthorns, the ones that have that strong defense, especially on small ground, especially Sydney. Sydney have had yeah. the wood over them for a couple of years. Yeah, now. exactly. And that's what I mean. They're the teams that are winning premierships. So unless yeah. your game plan is going to beat them, it's not a good game plan. Well, the scary part is Sydney was still wasteful with fourteen sixteen. Um, so even if Port had have kicked straight every opportunity, they would have got still yeah, spanked. But you get bored having pot shots sometimes. This is true. Yeah. So you start kicking around the corner. Yeah. I think, you know, Sydney put on that fucking, the kid out of the nab ad for a quarter to play <laughs> instead of Buddy. That's how bored they were. I thought it was a bit rough too. Uh, when the ball was bouncing around, you saw Port supporters running away from it just so they wouldn't be in camera screen. Because <laughs> yeah. I, like, oh, I don't want any memory of this. Nah, nah. And then every time the ball comes in, they're just running away. Going, nah, this, someone's taking a screen on my head. I'll end up on a fucking poster. Nah. So speaking of that, it reminded me of uh, Dusty's interview after the match in the Richmond game yep. where said nothing and I thought that's so dusty Did he? didn't see nothing didn't want to see nothing <laughs> I don't know shit I'm out so I just, was watching James I was watching Ant yeah. it was it was uh, Richo was interviewed wasn't he he was like yeah. so personally you had a good game uh, it's not about me you know it's just yeah. the team just putting in the effort <laughs> so what about in the third quarter no I was just putting in effort yeah like, I was just nothing. enjoying a bit out here and we are just going to go celebrate tonight yep <laughs> he's, he's off I'm Ple- just here so I don't get fined it, it was pleading the fifth the whole way through <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, I'm glad we're talking about the Dusty interview because the Sydney Port game was just shit. It just wasn't worth watching. On yeah. one thing about it was Sydney showed that yes, they are Premiership favourites because when you can bury sides like that so quickly, yeah. you're like, okay, yep, things are running. They're oiling up just at the right time. Yeah, I think they get tip it back next week or the week after, so they're starting to get uh, their full full squad back into gear as well. So yeah. it'll be very dangerous come to September. Oh, I guess we move on to match of the round then. Match of the round, yeah, I reckon. Oh, Maybe, maybe match of the round. It's, it's either the, that or the well, next one. Based on the, the match um, of the round that people saw. Well, based on the headlines and the fact that uh, four of the ten moments of the round on AFL dot com came <laughs> out of this game, I, I did like watching the top ten. Yeah, yeah, the top two games really. But um, yeah, MCG Melbourne getting the wood over Hawks, getting the win and comfortably. Uh, yeah, it's one of the ones I, I wouldn't say Hawthorne lost it. No, as no. much as Melbourne won. Melbourne won it absolutely. They blitzed them. Um, I thought that the only areas that Hawthorne did all right was the young back line. I mean, you got Brand and mm. Heatherly playing his first game. It did all right. Mm. Um, but the ball was down there so often. And the way it got down there was just so quick and precise. Well, the thing was, too, it started... If, if Hawthorne weak anywhere, it's in the ruck. Yeah. And Gorn is the ruckman oh, of the year. It's clearly Melbourne's strength. He's the mm. best ruckman going around. And Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to say it's Hawthorne's weakest spot. Yeah. Um, he tapped, I think, to advantage two-thirds of the time. Yeah. Which uh, you know is substantial when you've got guys like Viney that, that he had a blinder yeah. that have such uh, crazy speed, and uh, then you've got Jones who never takes a backward step. It got to the point where Hawthorne were trying then the third man up, uh, which is mm. usually Jordan Lewis. But all that did was mean there was one less person down to try and stop the stop the clearances. Well, yeah, with Gorn's leap and his, um, <coughs> he looks Strength. like a, a bag of rattle traps, uh, rabbit traps. But um, he's strong as fuck. Yeah, there's a few times, especially uh, down back. Mm. where he just outbodied everyone. He just yeah. held them at bay, and they had no choice. No say in the matter whatsoever. So I expect um, every Ruckman this week to have a, a stonking beard. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to bet that uh, Goldstein can grow one within three or four days. Uh, it'll probably come with some nice twisty sideburns. I'm going to have the sideburns. Yeah. So Tigers put Basher in Ruck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Farido can grow one by halftime. I think Marek, can, he can comb his <laughs> mullet around. <laughs> just stick it, stick it in. <laughs> oh, uh, 
I think that could actually happen. No, but I mean, you you got to feel for the Melbourne supporters because they've been through some tough times. They've had the big win last year against Geelong, which <laughs> was financial crisis last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bad snow last year. Yeah, that's right. What was the Bulldogs uh, banner? Uh, they'll still be complaining about their negative gearing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, but if you're at the MCG against Hawthorne, especially after the shit they played last week against G- uh, Gold Coast. Like, you're not expecting to get a win. And they were there for it. They got to see it. They got to enjoy it. Yep. They got commemorative scarves in the <laughs> yeah. shop this week. And they earned it, too. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it, was, it wasn't luck. Even if Hawthorne had more scoring shots, that's nothing, really. Yeah. Um, the quality of the ball that uh, they were getting was, was amazing. Yeah, and the resilience as well, because obviously you're never going to run over Hawthorne for a game if you're Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. So their ability to counteract when Hawthorne would have momentum was um, sort of a sign that the leadership that they've got in their midfield is starting to have an effect on the, uh, the rest yeah. of that team. I mean, Hawthorne did have Frawley out, but Hogan was missing from yeah. Melbourne too. So, so, so that's, yeah. a, that's a wash. I'd and, say and they're, they're going to play on each other anyway. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, but so. what stepped up in the absence of Hogan, which is the first time I can remember, given I haven't oh, watched Last all week he was pretty good. So. He's, he's had a few good games yeah. this year, which he's is been a few clean. more than he's ever had. Hmm. But a lot of the times the ball was kicked to him. He had no choice but to mark it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how a, good it was. Whack off chops. No, it was the caress. <laughs> it was the ba- buzz root and palm strike is what it was. <laughs> it's interesting to get a... He got off with nothing, Mitchell, with that. Now, first yeah. off, it was in retaliation to a bit of oh, a... Oh, absolutely. A bit of a face rub. Yeah, I was just trying to control his breathing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the funny thing was, I think uh, the match report said um, insufficient force, or no, he didn't actually... No, they said open hand. Yeah, that's fine. Open hand, still a strike. Yeah, that's yeah, what I that's thought. It. Like, like, if it's a slap, yeah, all right, you let that slide. But a palm strike is is no st- significant. It just reminds yeah. me of rock and roller. Still, yeah. a, still a strike. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just straight rip Joe Rogan here. But he was saying that the difference when Buzz Rutten, who was a mixed martial artist, he fought in an organization where they didn't allow punches, so you had to have open hands. Yeah. But he mastered that if you point your fingers to the sky and then strike someone at the base of your palm, it's more effective than a punch because you don't break your hand. Don't break mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the knuckles, yeah. So that's not a legit, legit, legit defense that it's an open, par, open hand because that can be even more brutal. Well, it's not just that because of that. It's also because it wasn't an open hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, was, it was a soft punch, but it was still a strike to the face. Yeah. He, he got him pretty clean too because um, in the initial footage, I thought, oh, it looks a bit, bit rough. Um, but then on the other side, the reverse angle, you see uh, Watts's hair fly back. As he gets hit, oh, you're doing you're doing well if you've moved his hair. So yeah. <laughs> surprised he didn't get four weeks. That's in. what I'm saying. Um, but you know, good bloke defense worked. So fair play. Yeah, Rod, Rodney not, called up. If they said insufficient force, you go, okay, fair enough. But still, it's a strike to the face. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, on, then on the other end of the scale, they had Rioli got reported for a bump. I mean, yeah. you've got to hit the head, surely. Look, it was a free kick. Sort of us, in my well, opinion. No way. It was a great bump. Anderson a- got the same last week with Revolt. And it was wrong then too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, neither of those should have been given. Anderson got reported again this week for a bump. That one looked um, like he might have clipped the chin. You go, yeah. okay, fair enough. That's mm. fine. But the Anderson bump and the Rioli one against Oliver, they were both just absolutely smashing bumps. Hmm. I'm a big fan of... Um, football's a contact sport. You're going to get bumps. I do think they should protect the head as much as possible, but I do believe that if your sole uh, target is the ball, everything else is incidental. Yes, yeah, I just it definitely wasn't. I just think we have to accept some inherent risk in playing yep. football. Mm-hmm. And, That's it. And I like I, I don't I I don't agree with the current definition of, of a bump 
because I always thought it was the hip and shoulder where yep. that thing like Rioli did and like Jed Edison did where the hip first and the shoulder lays yep. in that's what does sort of the damage and, and it sort of does protect you that's what you're trying yep. to do protect mm. you and so I kind of like a little bit that inherent risk within reason so I think that one it wasn't really in danger of him being hurt I don't believe so I no. feel that's one that he was definitely winded yeah, like, yep. I don't agree with it but in the current rules the way they explain it like at maximum I give him a free kick for it no, not even that a, well I wouldn't but I mean yeah. I understand why they would do that but you know that's just the way but the thing is it. if you let that go for a season or two players will protect themselves and you won't have people getting injured yeah yeah. because you look back in the day I mean shit even in country footy we played you got laid out of that every quarter yeah. you'd get a hit in the shoulder you'd have a head clash you'd have a bit of a bump to the chin or whatever someone will tell you who you are and you get out yeah. there and you go back, back that's, at that's it that's right yeah. that's right but you yeah. you learn to make yourself small well, like uh, hunch your shoulders up protect your neck because otherwise you'd be able to fucking stretch her yeah, I yeah. like that uh, John O'Brien was on the the commentary, and they said, "Oh, do you think he's got something to answer for?" And John is like, "Nah, fucking no, yeah. fucking no, I want more of it. Do is it again." He, is his face broken, cunt? <laughs> he's like, "Nah, get into it." Yeah, yeah, he got something to answer for. He got up. You could tell he wanted to run down to high five him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he did have a blinder of a game, though, Cyril. Um, he did. It was enjoyable to watch without the usual. Um, Channel 7 commentary team. Yeah, it's the jerking <laughs> off in the commentary box. Um, but uh, to kick four goals and lay 12 tackles, it's not a bad day out. Yeah. Decent return. And look, it was the tackling that was the main thing. I, I was oh. very impressed with his... Um, his single legs. Yes. Just sunk down, <laughs> dropped perfectly, grabbed one leg, drove forward with the hips, and way Wonderful. Yeah, and perfect tackle too. So uh, more power to him for that. You can do that every week. Um, rugby style tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Just uh, really controlling him. The poor lad didn't know what he was, uh, what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't uh, the first time he got, he got uh, tackled pretty harshly that game either. <laughs> they made sure to, to make sure he gave me a welcome. Uh, no, it was a it was a great win by uh, Melbourne though. They, they deserve to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, let's go to the next one, which was probably match of the round: GWS versus the Suns. The only problem was nobody bloody saw it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I watched a little bit of it, and um, for what I, what I did watch of it, it didn't look like it was. Um, much of a contest. Every time I was watching it, GWS were doing a lot of mistakes in that, but they ended up getting to the top. So. Yeah, they were always looked like they were in third gear. You know, it looked, just, looked like to be second-guessing themselves, which yeah. was very different to the way they usually play. It was a bit more timid. And that that could be just to the pressure that um, Gold Coast applied to them, or maybe they just... Or, or are they pacing, pacing themselves, do you think? Could be, but I don't know if they're mature enough to do that. But maybe they are. They've proven everyone wrong with their game plans mm. and maturity, so... Or, Pacing themselves was probably a polite term for saying they took it took it easy. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have been taking it easy, but a bit of arrogance. But you know, could be. That's fine. Yeah. And look, you can't discount the fact that with Gold Coast young squad, they're capable of putting together for one game and doing good performances. Yeah. Um, this yeah. happens with a young squad like that, just not for four quarters. Yeah. But um, we've just pumped up Maxi Gorn, but Mumford has probably been the best um, pure ruckman, I'd say, going around. Like in terms of able to get a tap, he's been brilliant. I still take Gorn. Yeah. Oh, I think Mumford's been excellent. Gorn's like, had more impact yeah, yeah. But, across a match. Uh, I think those two are probably one and two for the All-Australian. I, I think Goldstein's so. had a quiet, quiet couple of weeks. but Well, he's been uh, quiet since about round six. Uh, maybe Jacobs is, is in there as well. But yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, obviously he's had a good year. But I think his, um, his attack on the ball, his tackling obviously um, stands out um, with, with Mumford. Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's what I think. It's around the ground, isn't it? You know, I think I checked during the week that... Uh, What's his name? Rory Lobb yep. um, is second for contested marks in the AFL. Really? Not really? a bad effort from the young lad. It is, yeah. Seeing as you probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Flowing under a, a radar, too. Yeah, well, he, he crushed Hawthorne when he played against us. Well, I mean, you're stealing McKernan's spot. You'd want to be able to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, Gold Coast at least it showed something, though. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. And look, you, you want any sign of sign that they're in the right direction, especially yeah. with all the shitstorm that's happening in Queensland at the moment. Yeah, like, it's got to be sorted out because it'd be a huge shame if that market goes to shit. And I hate even saying the word market because you sound like you're putting a fucking dollar sign on it. But the supporters there, you, you know, yeah, you want the supporters there to have something to to grow that game there, and um, you know, there's lots of good players that come from the Gold Coast. I'm sure. Mm. And, Don't know them, but and Tom Lynch, he's looking pretty damn good too. It's almost a shame that he's probably. Uh, got kicked out of the Coleman this week with mm. uh, Kennedy kicking seven. But, yeah. uh, it'd be great to see him win the Coleman. Yeah. At least they get some. And look, if they've got, and they don't have anything to play for for the last yeah. rest of the season, they may as well try and pump Tom Lynch full of goals. Well, and just feed him like, like Kobe goes, yeah. in, in his last game. Yeah, yeah, just tell him whatever you did to Gary Ablett before, yeah. do to Lynch now. Look, <laughs> Go the hand. I'm sure in, in Queensland, they're probably not even making the news for how much they lose. So no. if they do one thing right, I'm sure it makes papers. You get Why something not? out of it. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. A bit of positive media. Um, there should be a few more handballs in the goal square, a la Lindsay Thomas and <laughs> Boomer Harvey. Yeah. Should be a flying V leading that fucker <laughs> into the goals. I mean, if Lindsay Thomas can bring himself to give a handball yeah. off of the yeah. goal square, then anybody can. Well, the thing is, you ask Boomer tell the story, and he's like, oh, Lindsay was there, and he just said, do you want this? And I said, oh, all right. But then I think it was uh, Spud Frieda was saying, yeah, Bullshit. you've got a 427 gamer with his hands on his head two metres away from a bloody kick my goal. I, he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Uh, yeah, it, it was like, oh, well, you know, if you're going to give it to me, I guess. I mean, I am standing here, even though I was in the back 50 a minute ago. Yeah. But, you know. yeah. It's, it's like a person in balaclava and a gun coming to you, cashier, and you're like, so do you want the money? or like, No fucking shit, that's what I'm here for, mate. It's like when you give your, your mum chocolates on Mother's Day, and you're like, well, you, I mean, are you going to open them now? I mean, oh, well, if you're going to open them now, I'll, I'll grab them. Only yeah. if, you know. Yeah. But we just had dinner, so. Yeah. <laughs> open them now, bitch. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one, which is the Bulldogs in North. Um, I think this game, two teams in the top eight should have been better than it was. But, I mean, it was a hard-fought contest, I guess you can say that. But... Well, the, the style matchup is always going to bring about this sort of event where... Seems to be. Both teams tend to play off their half-back a bit. Yeah. Problem is, the Bulldogs like to utilise the run through the middle and run along the inner flank, whereas North, for whatever reason, have decided that, nah, kicking it long along the boundary line of the right flank is what we're doing 24 hours a day. And even when it wasn't working, because the Bulldogs go, you know what, I reckon I'll just stay kicked back. Because we've got Easton Wood who takes... Yeah. I reckon marks. they're probably going to kick to Majak Door or Ben Brown or Petrie. We've got six blokes back there, therefore it's going to be three or four on one. <laughs> yeah. See, despite where North Melbourne have sat at times this season, the latter, I've still put them around the same areas like Bulldog Saints, like that yeah. sort of uh, same development stage, well, not development stage, but that same um, sort of time frame of their goals so and where they come from, that sort of thing. So I've always looked at these games as ones that uh, should be exciting, and they've always disappointed me. Doesn't matter if it was Saints yep. versus Bulldogs or uh, Saints versus Kangaroos or Kangaroos versus Bulldogs. It was always really disappointing when it comes to the game. Yeah, expectations too high. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. They 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 play good against other teams where um, their matchups a lot better. But I think yeah. especially with the Saints beginning the mix is, is different. But with with Kangaroos, I think they rise to the occasion of their opponents, much like the Bulldogs do. So it was the X Men apocalypse of games. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Should have been a lot better considering all the parts. So it just <laughs> yeah turned into a cluster. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got injuries thrown in there as well with Brown out. Uh, I think it was about halfway yeah. through the second quarter. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's all right though. From the I saw the injury report today. Him and Thompson. Yeah. Um, no, no structural damage, so they'll, they'll probably line up. You'd, you'd think. Well, to be honest, I'd probably ice them. Just um, you only need one win for the rest of the year to secure. Oh, we've won enough win now. Yeah. Um, I think it's mathematically possible you could drop out, but 
Only if, only if St Kilda are able to beat uh, Sydney, Sydney, I think it was. And by lots. I yeah, think. or Port beat uh, last week, decide to somehow time machine back and not lose by that much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, St Kilda are a mathematical chance, but yeah, I think I think that's it. Highly, highly unlikely they'll uh, beat uh, Sydney. And who else have they got? Um, I think they've got... No, they've already played Bulldogs twice. Yeah, they've got Sydney and they've got uh, Richmond. So Richmond will take care of them. And, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and got, the Lions, which they'll give a fair height into because the Lions won't even make the trip over to Melbourne. Bother. Won't even bother. So the only thing that entertained me with this game was the last week I was giving North Melbourne fans shit about not being intelligent between Daniel Wells <laughs> and uh, Lindsay Thomas. Yep. I managed to confuse Nick Del Santo <laughs> with, with Jed Anderson with Jack Zeeble. Yep. <laughs> the All whole free. game. Zeeble <laughs> was in the green boots. <laughs> so I'm very fair in my, my racism, I think. <laughs> But uh, someone had the thing where Jack Zebra looks like the um, triangular angry bird, and Yang- it's yellow 100% yellow bird. spot on. Yeah. yeah, but Brandon Ellis yeah. looks more like Brandon him. Ellis has got a yeah. down pat. I think you mentioned that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the little tuft. Yeah. While we were watching it, yeah. Um, so it's another good win from the Bulldogs, considering their injury toll from last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, no, they didn't make it through unscathed. They lost Clay Smith, didn't they, early on? Yeah, yeah. I think that was a concussion, but um, by all accounts, they were just being cautious. He's, he's 100% fine, but he's had... Uh, a few in the past, so they were like, "Oh, look, we'll just." Uh, and they've lost on. everyone. Well, we're yeah, gone. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, both teams playing it quite cautious with injuries, and no, I don't think either team is going to be upwardly mobile. No, and they can't really drop out of the eight. So I think both teams will probably ice their injuries and try and get back the players they can get back. Um, yeah, might be having their stars doing fuck all for the next few weeks. Yeah. Just ease it in. Probably, they might even face each other again in finals. So yeah. they're, they're in the both in the five to eight range. Um, okay, we've got four games to go, and they're all boring as shit. Adelaide thumped the Lions. Um, I don't know. If 27. Anything. Some goals were kicked, and yeah. uh, none of them were the Lions. Everyone kicked goals. Yeah, 27 goals. And the, the thing is, it was like they were rattling them off at one stage. Like, yeah. you got Betts with four, Walk with four, Lynch with four, and Jenkins with three. I mean, they're Jenkins just, let the fucking side down there. They were just waxing. It's like, your turn. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And All it, looking after their KPIs. The, the thing is, yeah. at least the um, the... Um, port players were trying to get out of camera to try and save a bit of pride. Looks like Brisbane doesn't have any. Nah. Yeah. What about the Adelaide players, though? Hmm? The Adelaide versus. Um... No, he's, he's doing a call back to the uh, Sydney versus Port. Oh, right, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was. Adelaide is just going to do this. Um, they need percentage to get themselves up. And I think they put on 8% um, really? after this game. 8% at this stage of the year is Jesus. amazing. It might not have been that much, but it felt like it. Yeah, that would have a good um, accountant. Yeah, that's like. You know, having a sure pickup and making it a threesome. They've they've done exactly what they intend to do, and then more. <laughs> uh, on to the Sunday games. You've got St Kilda and Carlton at the MCG. Uh, I think Carlton have really shown some resolve the last couple of weeks. They've had hard-fought losses against Sydney and, and Hawthorne, and then got thumped by Saints. So I think it was just more of an accumulation. Well, who's going to retire next week for them? Uh, Jamison. Yeah, they've, they've yeah. had... Retirement this week, last week, next week. Yeah, they're Walker last week, Jamison this week. It's got to be Thomas, doesn't it? Is that ready? Let's put him, put him in the rack. I think he's still got a, two there years on his contract. Uh, <laughs> lock and change in a week. <laughs> they're right behind him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, didn't care at all about this game, to be honest, because no. it doesn't really tell much for the rest of the season, and I don't expect either of them to really want to win games. So I think the well, Saints, well, might, Saints, Saints still got a chance. I know, they're in a really good position to take off the Tigers' ninth position, and yeah. I'm going for them. I'm cheering for them. I think they will get ninth. They can do it. Yeah. Their, their chance was really yeah. last week against North. Yeah, and look, Saints, Saints aren't after draft picks. They've already got a good list. They just need yeah. to be fit. 
That's what they need. Yeah. You need um, mm. stories around them getting um, uh, what's his old mate Hurley from yeah, that'd be Essendon. If they could have him, Carlisle, to be able to mentor um, Hugh Goddard in the back line, yeah. that's a pretty that's formidable laughing. back line. That's and a we, great we, little foundation. And you can that means that Schneider doesn't have to uh, Schneider fucking Mavwell doesn't have to drop yep. back and play so much of a. That midfield kind of 50 to 50 role, he can play because midfield <clears throat> facing goals, pushing forward, which he does best. Mav, Weller, Membry, and Bruce up forward is yeah. just such a killer combination. Yeah, especially when you can swap them in and out. That really messes with the opposition's ability to cover like the zones and who mm, they match up yeah. on. Uh, it gives you so many more options going forward. And that's what they need to be able to figure out what game plan they can actually perform. Yeah, a little bit of consistency will, yeah. will, yeah. will help with them. And giving Revolt room to move too has rejuvenated him. Yeah. Uh, Speaking about Revolt, we've been to watch a couple of the Saints games this season and. When you watch on TV, he's given 100% the whole time. And that's definitely true. But as soon as he's given 100%, he's bent over in pain pretty much every time. It's re- just how hard he works himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you reckon it's best to actually put him on for another season or two seasons? Because the way he's going, it looks like he's going to struggle to have a kick with the kids or something after he's finished. He's already got a couple of kids. I think he's got a son. Um, so mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah. Yeah, he's and you've, right. you've seen like the, the how much of it to drain his legs afterwards. And yeah. I'd love to see him stay on and win a flag. And I think he deserves to do what he wants to do. But just looking at him uh, at the ground after every effort, bent over in pain, I feel real sorry for him, to be honest. Yeah. And, and I know he's staying on just to try and get that flag and they're going upwards. But I just don't know if he's doing himself any favours. But well, he's, on, he's signed on for next year. Yeah. I think they're too far away for him. Yeah. They're yeah. not winning a flag next year or the year after. Yeah. The window will start the year after that. He's only like, what's he, 34 or something? No, nah, he's younger than that. 33? No. Like, fuck. You're not even, not even halfway through life yet. And yeah. you're fucking going to struggle to walk when you wrapped it up. It's all said and done. So, yeah. Shit, I hope they win yeah. it next year because, fuck. <laughs> Surgery like comes the guy. a long way. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you do fuck all, like in regards to treatment then generally you have to think you've got pretty much a clean slate for when the technology is good enough yep. to be able to fix it properly, you know what I mean? You haven't <laughs> proper fucked it yet. Um, all right, we'll cover off the last two games for it pretty quickly. Uh, Cats, Essendon, no one cared? No, I don't think Essendon players are turning up. Any, uh, Essendon supporters are turning up, and the players are barely turning up anyway. Um, Parrish, I watched a bit of the game. He was looking brilliant. I'm glad you watched a bit of the game. Yeah. I watched, I, I don't know, I fell asleep watching it. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I've seen a couple of games and Parrish did play some good yeah. games during the season, so it doesn't surprise me that he's the one putting in effort. Um, what they should do, Essendon, is what, they've got three games left. They should get mm. all their top-up players and put them all in the side and go, thanks, boys. Yeah. Because yeah. I think only Matty D is probably going to hang around. I'm yeah. pretty sure Nathan Grimm is like, oh, I'm good, lads. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy where <laughs> I am. Did he play one game? Yeah, I think he did. I, mean, I think they've given them all a go. Yeah. Um, which is fair enough. But, it was so. probably mandatory. You're all going <laughs> to yeah. have to play. I, I think he actually played against North. Did he really? Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Oh, why not? Um, and Cats just did enough. They didn't care. I mean, realistically, they need a percentage, and they could have won by 120. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just 10 goals in. So yeah. they had two mediocre wins against Essendon this year and still got a percentage of 140. Yeah, and I mean, when when 50% is good enough, why do 100? Yeah. Um, West Coast... Beat Frio in their derby. Um, Nick Nat and Sandlands both played again. Yeah. So I think that really all this was about was getting Nick Nat um, some more game time. Yeah. Just... And getting Kennedy a few goals. Tried his yeah. hardest from the opening bounce too. Just yeah. trying to take it himself. Got caught in the ball. <laughs> first possession. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's good to see because that's what I, the only reason I watched that first quarter was to see how Nick Nat went. And I was like, yep, he's good. Sweet. No, this one actually going to go. Yeah. yeah. Be, be more interesting their next two weeks. They got GWS and Hawthorne. So. Yeah, that should be some good matches. Are they home or away? Uh, one home, one away. Oh, yeah, that should be interesting. Should uh, see what sort of form they're going to carry into the finals. Yep. With the uh, Nick Nat back in. Let's see what they can do. 
Yeah, it changes that team because I mean they've been lackluster for a few few games. Yeah. And we got an advantage like that it plays such a, a huge part of your, your game plan well, and your options. Look at Melbourne uh, against on the weekend against Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, you know, if Maxi Gorn doesn't play, I don't know exactly. Yeah, the results probably different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's have a look at round twenty one then. Uh, three games to go, like we say. We've got on Friday night the Bulldogs versus Collingwood. Um, Bulldogs, after everyone being injured, put up a great fight this week so can yep. they do it against Collingwood who are lackluster again yes because Collingwood won't want to win yeah um, maybe the Bulldogs well, they're, all, they're a certainty now in the finals aren't they to just, yeah. yep. so they might just put the queue in the rack I don't think and they're going to jump up a spot so. we don't want any more injuries yeah. fuck that yeah yep. I think they might just take it easy and this is one that Collingwood could pick up um, be interesting if Collingwood really don't want to win <laughs> this could be a very interesting match I think that they are too far up Like they're not going to get a top three pick yeah because they've won I think seven games yeah um, maybe eight. So it's yeah. not really going to help either way. It's funny that though, like uh, we talk about every year, uh, teams that don't want to win. Why can't we use the draft lottery system? Yeah. Like, yeah. It wouldn't bother me at all if they, they did that. You Bottom know? 10, you go in a hat. Um, yeah. Or even if they did it, it in groups of four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Or something like that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it just seems like you're rewarding people being shit nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lions hosting Carlton. Jeez, this could be a nil all draw. Where, where else is it? Yeah, up there. Lions I think, hosting. I think Carlton actually oh, have players. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I, I don't see Brisbane winning against none of Wadding at the moment. I, I think the only yeah. chance Brisbane have got a winning is if they use the we've sacked a coach, let's get a win um, <laughs> yeah. uh, marker, which happens some, sometimes. Yeah, the problem is that they've also lost their assistant coach, so they've got no one to uh, caretaker. Yeah, yeah. Rockliffe may have to uh, captain coach. Captain coach, that'd be great to see. <laughs> M- Mitch Robinson, captain coach. Yeah. I want to say it. That'd be great. <laughs> He'll probably do it from the box too. <laughs> fuck it, I ain't doing shit. I want to see a big source. Um, yeah, the Lions are an absolute rabble. If only they could afford to sack a coach. Well, I mean, it's not going to fix anything for them, sacking no, Rapic, no. but it's... It's systemic. Like, it's, it's well, they've, they've hired Brisbane people, which is fine when you've got premiership players, but a premiership player doesn't mean but, a premiership coach. Yeah, but he'd done a great... Um, Apprenticeship. Uh, he was highly regarded because he was down at Richmond. Uh, mm, yeah. but not that Richmond were, you know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> massively high, but it was better than Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Voss hadn't done anything. Yeah, which is a mistake that has been made again and again. I, I reckon we'll never see it again. That they hire somebody without a, mm, an yeah. AFL Scary. assistant yeah. coaching and role. We've, we've talked before about um, the trees that you come from, like um, which coaching yeah. lineage. Yeah. 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 And that matters too. So yeah, definitely. I don't know why they weren't after you know maybe a Stewie Jew or Alistair Clark's like Elio Gracie with his fucking lineage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So well, that's what I mean, well, it's, it's funny you mention that because Jew won't leave Sydney. Um, the, the, no, but you got to make that phone call. Yeah, Carlton have tried. Um, they couldn't move him. Brisbane um, should be on the phones to every fucking assistant coach in the top eight. Brett Ratton. Yeah. yeah get, got us. Got, whatever it um, costs to get him there, get it. Experience, and he did all right at Carlton, even though he got sacked. Mm, yeah, he only got yeah. sacked because they thought they could get Malthouse. Yeah, um, and uh, well, anyway, they were right. right. <laughs> and you can see how well that went. Yeah. Um, so he, he wouldn't be a bad move for him because he's got experience. Plus, he's seen the Hawthorne way. Mm, yep. it, it's a move in the right direction. And he wouldn't be afraid to clear the team out. No, he's mm. got no. Well, he's got Mitch Robinson there now. He's got a couple of Carlton players. Mm. He'd be happy. But um, I, I think if he does go, he'd have to look at, all right, what players can I get players for? Yeah. Because there's, there's players there that you'd trade for. Yeah. Look, you've got to go there and say, who wants to be here? Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to be here. Don't have to be here. It's all good. You know, you can go, where you want, we'll sort it out for you. The only problem is I think North tried that once. And Josh, and Josh Gibson went, <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> I'll go. Thank you. Yeah, that, didn't, that turned out fucking terribly for him, though. <laughs> yeah, so he, James got ah. the first flight to Gold Coast. <laughs> Ready. 
So, Carlton. Everyone tipping Carlton? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah. Carlton. All right, next game. Hawks and North at the MCG. Oh, corporate ticks to this bitch. No, really. How'd you manage to ah, score just, those? Just work. You fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Still not worry. tossing the coin, though, are you? No, I'm not tossing yeah, the fucking coin. Bullshit. Yeah, not in Scott's um, corporate box either. No. Yeah, true, true. No, not in the Scott's corporate box. These motherfuckers. I, I'm going to go have another look to make sure it's not being used again. You're about due for a win, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, I've been starved of success as a Hawthorne yeah. fan. Um, speaking of this match, I think this could be uh, more interesting than it deserves to be. I think Hawthorne are kind of tapering off for a little bit mm-hmm. for this this season, and they, they North... looked ordinary for weeks. Yeah, they've just been winning, just doing enough. So I think North will uh, they have to pick up a little bit. So they're not in danger moving out, are they? Uh, mathematically, mathematically, mathematically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Saints are shit at maths, so it should yeah. be fine. <laughs> Sorry, our guys. So you know they're probably not too worried. You've, you've got Goldstein. You're sort of. Right. <laughs> I, I think Hawthorne will come out and uh, do it for Tucky. Yeah, I think they'll do it disdainfully. That's what I'm picking. I think the most interesting thing is going to be in the first three minutes when, because um, it's the first time Hodges played against North since uh, last year and he knocked the shit out of Swallow. So Swallow's not going to take him on, but uh, you can guarantee Frito's Frito will because yeah. yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. I'd love to see if they played um, Hodge in the back lines, like put him in the back pocket. And Frito's obviously playing the back line. He's like, oh, fuck, I've got to go all the way over there to hit him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. I'm an old man. <laughs> no, he's just going to wait till quarter time and then just run back at it. To be honest, they'll, they'll probably glare at each other and be like, in the middle? Yeah. Yep. I'll meet, <laughs> I'll meet you. I'll meet you there in a minute. It'll be like ice hockey where you've got the enforcers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those so, two blokes, everyone will be watching them around. And, all right, helmets so, off, gloves off. <laughs> on they go. We're going to do this, aren't we? All right. can we? Can we make it second quarter, mate? It's like, yeah, no worries, no worries. Look, I just, I've got to do something this first quarter. I another bloke I've got to go see. The funny thing is, the umpires will do the same thing and be like, save your money, save your money. Like, fuck it, we've got plenty. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Brett Harvey's run off already. <laughs> you fucking bastards are nuts. <laughs> Why, what's your plan? And, and Goldstein's there. Do we get a deduction for this? Like, uh, can I claim this? Goldstein's egging him on because he's yeah. got something in the back. He's got a deal with the MRP. No doubt, because he runs everything, of course. Um, um, who's going to actually win? So, uh, is it the height of North that's going to help them through? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I on last week's match, I can't back North against the top eight side. Can you back Hawthorne to get on last week's effort? Because I mean, Gorn, Goldstein, similar, but I I just don't think that um, North have the same cattle around Goldstein as yeah. what Melbourne have around um, Gorn. And could have happened to Hawthorne two weeks in a row. I think North does on their list, but not on the field. Yeah. Um, if uh, if they're able to get Higgins back in and he's going well, then you know that's a, a massive in that could immediately benefit the team. But he's been rusty for you know been sitting on the sidelines for a better part of four months. And yeah, you know, look, I I just don't think there's quality ball use except for Wells. Yeah. And uh, Nicky Del Santo has been recruited for that job. Yeah. But uh, he, I've seen him kick to intercepts so damn often. Yeah, yeah, he looked completely confident doing it too. Yep. <laughs> that was the looked worst great. thing. Like, very short yeah. kick, straight in the opposition. He did, unfortunately, have a bit of a cock-up on the footy show. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. No. They were talking up the Hawthorne-Melbourne uh, game. Yep. yep. And uh, they asked him for tips, and Nicky Dale's going, oh, I have to be on Hawks. I can't see him losing the rest of the year. And then James Brayshaw's come up and go, you know, we play him next week, right? And he's like, oh, yep. He's like, so? Honest? (laughs) Do you want to make money or not? Why not? Next one, GWS hosting West Coast. Um, I think we pointed out that uh, both um, Richmond and Collingwood both have more wins over top eight sides 
than West Coast do. So really? this is a chance for him to finally get one. Yeah, I don't think or so. Or get a second one. Yeah. I think it's too long a trip. Uh, GWS will be too pissed off after last week, yeah. and it'll be a bloodbath. Yeah, I think there's only a big shock from the West Coast to the Western Suburbs. I, I do want to see Nat Nui on Mumford. It'd be great. Because Nat Nui's the better athlete. There's no doubt about that. But Mumford yep. will just lay him the fuck out every chance he gets, if you can catch him. I think we're going to find out if uh, how much the flat track bullies tag really suits West Coast. Because if they get pumped by 10 goals, it's like, well, mate, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's your, what's your strategy here? Uh, the St- strategy is move the grand final over to the West. St. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kilda hosting the Swans at Etihad Stadium. I actually think this is a danger game for Sydney. I think it is too. Because yeah. right now they're they're not gonna they're gonna play Bruce free. Maybe. I mean they're still if they lose one game for the rest of the year, they they could be it for top four. Yeah. That's mm. how tight things are up there. So they need to win. Yeah. And obviously they were impressive last week. Yeah. Mm. I think this mm. is coming down to whether the Saints are intimidated or not. They've got to rely on their attack, yeah. I think. They've got no no um point in uh trying to play safe, trying to play for points or um trying to have any sort of uh you know, defensive strategy, I think the best thing to do is just try and uh, kick more goals. Um, the midfield in Sydney, though, is just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But you got to back yourself if you're Saints. That's the only way you're going to yeah. get over the line. I think Saints are going to be hungrier um, just because if they lose, their season's done. They they start Mad Monday yeah. straight away. Whereas Sydney, they lose, their season's still alive. And, you know, even though a top four is on the line, you'd rather finish fifth with a, a clean list than get top four and have your best four players injured. Like, it, It's just... It's going to be in the back of every player's mind that you know I don't want to get suspended, don't want to get injured, and I think it'll affect their game. Yeah, I, I think that um, they haven't got a matchup for Buddy. Uh, yeah, um, with that midfield, no matchup for Buddy. Um, I mean, the weakness of Sydney was um, before the season; everyone thought it would be their back line, but then Rampy's come up and made himself all Australian. Yeah, like he's a lock for all Australian. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think Sydney um, a little bit comfortably, but Saints will give him a scare in the first half. Yeah, and I think they might get a good crowd of that too. I think it should be. It. I hope it is. Um, Port Adelaide are hosting Melbourne. Um, this will really show who's serious. This uh, could be him, game of the round. Well, it's not Port Adelaide. Yeah, I, I think Melbourne are a team that allows Port Adelaide's strategy to play out very well. I think it'll be a good one-one matchups with uh, midfield having to chase down and be accountable for the speed of uh, Port's midfield. In my mind, Melbourne have matched up well with Port the last few times they played them because usually they're playing mm. Alice Springs or Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Port have always managed to get over the line. Yeah. So I mean, this is a chance for them to get another big scalp. I mean, it's been ten yeah. years since they beat the Hawks and they well, they've ticked that box. So. Yep. Um, but also, if Melbourne wins, that puts a little bit of pressure on Hinkley, don't you think? Hmm. Yep. I think uh, Adelaide, uh, Port had almost wished it wasn't in Adelaide, just yeah. because it adds, then they've got an excuse. Yeah. yeah, it adds so much pressure, and they've got uh, you know the supporters are going to turn up in numbers, and if they're down at half time, they're going to turn on the players. It'd be interesting to see if they do turn up in numbers. If they get uh, less than thirty thousand, I think that sends a big message. Yeah, uh, they, they shouldn't. Oh no, Adelaide supporters will turn up just to give Port Sport a shit. And they've got low thirties once or twice this year, so yeah, it'd be yep. interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think Port might still go to the line, but it's not a certainty. It's not a lock. I think Melbourne definitely. Uh, big I, game. I think there's a bunch of Melbourne players who are only just now finding their pants. Yeah, I got to say they, yeah. they've had a round twenty win hangover. Yeah, mm. but uh, I, I think they're still going to be too good. <laughs> Uh, it'll be good to see if Melbourne can put two great performances in a row. Uh, Essendon hosting Gold Coast. I don't think the match really matters. How many goals oh, can look, Tom Lynch kick? Look, to be yeah. honest, I'm I'm not feeling the best, so I don't think I'll play that match. You're going to sit yeah. this one out. And yeah. look, some of those Essendon players could be trying to get in the Gold Coast squad next year, so <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if they get a few assists to Tommy Lynch. Um, I, I'd like to see Tommy Lynch kick 10. Yeah. Uh, Richmond hosting... At least that'll be a highlight. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Richmond hosting the Geelong. Oh, well, you've got uh, Cats and Tigers, and I don't think uh, the Tigers really want to win, and I don't think Geelong care what oh, they want. I think Hardwick wants to win. I still have this memory of a photo of a scoreboard that was posted to on MySpace, yeah. Yeah. which said Geelong like 233 points or something. Yeah. Still etched in my memory. So you're never confident playing Geelong at home ever. Um, so Geelong? Yep. I think Geelong mm-hmm. with, the, with the top four on the line. They're yeah. not going to let this one slip. Yeah. And finally, Frio hosting Adelaide. Adelaide have already won once. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Big over in the West. Yep. Um, they're just looking for more percentage. What, I mean, what they get eight points last week? Eight yeah, percentage points. Eight percentage points so. Yeah, I can get about six or seven this week. Yeah. Yeah, I think minimum three percentage mm. points. That is, I, if they if they keep them under a hundred point win, they've done well. Yeah, yep. I don't think it'll be close. Oh, Sandilands back. You never know. Why? Yeah, might, but... might make it under a hundred. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know that he's going to be that great. Well, is he retiring? Why else would you bring him back? No, no he's he's said he's going around again. Just give him the season off, champ. Yeah, Don't rest. Um, this is Pav's second last <laughs> home game, I think. So, yep, there'll be a few people out there for it. No, we'll see him down at Warrandyte or something next year. We'll <laughs> be all right. All right, that's round 21 um, for for next week. Like we always say, go to the website, clickingballs.com, SoundCloud. You yep. can comment on there and say hello to us. Twitter and Facebook and everyone else. All right, that'll be us. Bye-bye. Right. See you Thanks. next Tuesday. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.